Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. G'day everyone, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm Lyle Swithinbank, your host. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. You can follow the show at Ethos Pelicans, at Lyle Swithinbank is me, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K. If you've got time, go and give us a follow on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, rate and review and all that sort of carry on. With that out of the way, we've got much more important things to talk about, which include the Pelicans locking in a spot in the play-in tournament for this year. Round of applause. Feel free to clap from wherever you're listening, uh, because we did it. The Pelicans defeat the Sacramento Kings, the final game of the road trip, the West Coast road trip that was making all the games super late, uh, 123-109. After a bit of an arm wrestle for three quarters, the Pelicans pull away and secure the victory. And uh, all that's left now is to work out whether or not it's going to be at the Smoothie King Center or at uh, San Antonio. So fingers crossed that we can hold on to the ninth spot. The Spurs have been on an absolute tear, winning again today um, against the Denver Nuggets. And the Lakers officially lose to the Suns and eliminate themselves from play-in slash playoff contention. So... Now it's just uh, it's it's party time because we get uh, their number one draft or their first round draft pick as well, which should fall within the top ten. It's currently ranked as number eight pick. Should it uh, stick to where it is, and um, yeah, if we get uh, lucky with the lottery numbers, we could end up with the top four pick as well. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, how did we get here? Well, we started one and twelve. If you cast your mind back to the start of the season. 1-12, and 12, Willie Green had just been hired, Zion Williamson had been announced out with a broken foot, we weren't going to see him until December, we know now that that was a little bit longer, and this was a team that was thrown together, we had Devontae Graham had, uh, joined the team, we had Jonas Valanciunas joined the team, a couple of rookies in Herb Jones and Trey Murphy uh, coming in and both performed really well in the summer league, so there was a lot of optimism. Garrett Temple, another addition. Thomas Sadoransky, uh, Jose Alvarado as a as a two way player, and and Dalton Homers as well. So a big change to the roster. It was um was a lot of movement again uh, and a reshuffling after a, a bit of a disappointing year before. The team came out and they wanted to play a bit more up tempo. Willie Green obviously going to the finals with the uh, with the Phoenix Suns, and he gets hired and he starts implementing a free flowing point five offense. Wants to play hard defense, get guys to buy in, and he starts connecting with these players. He unlocks Brandon Ingram, 
gets in his ear and says, look, you're the guy. And they start forming a connection. And Brandon Ingram, as we know, decides to go absolutely ballistic and, and start playing out of his skin. It's been uh, really fantastic to see. And the guys, unfortunately, stutter out the gate. We play uh, all of these games and, and keep falling short. And it was just learning how to win, learning how to close games. And, and Willie Green broke the season up into into tenths, into 10-game uh, increments. There was eight of them, plus a couple of extra games being 82. Just wanted it in 10-game lots. And what the guys did was improve and continue to improve. And we start 1-12, and 12, and then we're 3-16. and 16. And then keep fighting through. We go a couple of 5-5, five and 10-game five, blocks. There was a 6-4, 10-game block. And all of a sudden, after that horrendous start, Devontae Graham hits a, a full-court game winner against Oklahoma City. And from there, we end up going above 50% for the rest of the season. To be able to dig yourselves out of this hole when not a single person thought outside of this franchise that the Pelicans were anything other than another uh, bottom feeder, that they weren't going to get anywhere, that the laughing stock of the national media wanted to be moved, wanted to be relocated, or should be relocated to to, Sacra, uh, to Seattle. Um, and now we're here, locked in in postseason action with a fully healthy side beside Zion, with a team that wants to play together, that enjoy being around each other with a culture that has brought in an entire fan base that has encouraged um, even the casual fan to be 100% invested in this team, making moves such as bringing in CJ McCollum as that veteran scorer, leader, professional that a young side needs to be uh, advanced further into the into the playoffs and, and have success, who's seen success, and... Instilling a sense of optimism around the city and around the fan base. And anyone that talks about the Pelicans says it with a bit of pride. I think there's this real sense and pride of what these guys have managed to achieve. Because even though we weren't on the court and we weren't uh, close, you know, down at the uh, in the training rooms or in any of the post games or any of that, we felt like we were in the mud with them in that one in 12. And they stayed positive. And they improved, and they grew, and they and they played well. And despite all the adversity, Brandon being in, injured, uh, JV missing a few games with uh, non-COVID in, uh, sicknesses, um, various guys out throughout the uh, throughout the season, guys playing, guys uh, not playing, trading Josh Hart and Nikhil Alexander Walker, uh, who were uh, part of this uh, in the mud team in the beginning, and traded to go and get these big pieces we stuck together and we believed and more importantly the players and coaching staff and front office all believed as well and all of a sudden you're sitting in with an opportunity to make the playoffs which makes us one of if we make the playoffs it's one of the uh, record recoveries in NBA history to be able to come back from a 1 and 12 start I think it's the I remember reading that it was uh, close to the best comeback should we make the eighth spot um, in 
since uh, the Suns did it back in like 1993. So just dwell on that for a second as to how important, how impressive and how, um, I suppose, big this is for the team and the city and, and for the future of this franchise. What we've managed well, what they've managed to do and what we see, we automatically say we're all part of it. You know, I talk about this team. I've been to New Orleans once. I sit on the other side of the world and I still am just as invested as anyone else that sits in the arena every game. And that says a lot about a team that, you know, small market, injury prone, perhaps has had unlucky uh, luck with all-stars in the past and there's a various number of reasons because of that. And we're still here. There's fans all over the world and we're so impressed and so proud of this team. So to secure the play-in, this is just the beginning. And whether it then turns into us making the eighth spot, I don't know. I hope so. I think that we have the talent. I think we have the drive and I think we have um, the personnel to get it done. But even if we don't, this sets us up for a fantastic future. And does it make us free agent destination? I don't know. Perhaps CJ McCollum said he wanted to come here. Does that mean other guys might want to come here? Do, do we have role players and, and guys that have tasted success wanting to come down and play with Zion, play with Brandon, play with CJ? All of these other guys are supporting cast? Who knows? But, like I said, this is just the beginning. In addition, you get another top 10 draft pick. Does that become uh, either another fantastic young player or do we move it on for another uh, contributor straight away? Another veteran who can uh, who can come in and, and knows how to play in the playoffs, knows how to be a professional, can buy into this culture, can improve the young guys that we already have. We're in a fantastic position and all credit to the guys for getting it done. So, with that being said, let's have a talk about the game. Uh, the Pelicans defeat the Kings, as I said, 123-109, to 109, taking us to 35-44 and 44 on the season, to them being 29-51, and 51, eliminated from the postseason. It's an NBA record, 16 years, that they haven't been to the playoffs. Uh, you feel for them and their fan base because they still came out and absolutely packed the stadium. You could see it. They really, um, they really did come out and... And, uh, and show out, and all credit to the Kings organization for them and their fan base for coming out and supporting a team that was undermanned. They had uh, no De'Aaron Fox, no Sabonis, no Holmes, no Harkless, no Alex Lynn, and they still come out and competed and, and went against us. And, and what we saw was a team that had a whole heap of other guys perhaps auditioning for other teams or auditioning for this team. Um who wanted to come out and play. And, you know, trying to keep a spot in the NBA. There's a lot of guys that are on minimum contracts and and uh, due for extensions and, and, and the like. And they all came out and showed out. So, hats off to Sacramento. Obviously, being undermanned makes it tough. Uh, and all credit to the Pelicans for coming out and taking advantage and not playing with their food, coming out and, and winning the games you need to win. We talked about this in the last game. So what we saw was a really fantastic first quarter for the most part. Uh, finished it a little bit slow. But what happened was that they 
we adjusted to their pick and roll coverage. They wanted to double CJ. They wanted to double Brandon. So what happened is every time they guarded us, we went to a pick and roll, and all of a sudden, Jackson Hayes was getting hold of absolutely everything. He, he scored the six first points, uh, or the first six points of the game uh, for us, and then we just exploited it. It was them, and, and with Jonas Valanciunas, who I didn't say was also out dealing with a uh, crook ankle, we had Billy Hernan Gomez step into that uh, starting lineup, and both of those guys were just aggressive. They were attacking the basket, grabbing rebounds, second chance points, uh, really fantastic, and uh, the ball movement was great. Everyone was playing for one another, getting themselves going, uh, and it wasn't until the bench came in about halfway through that the momentum sort of shifted a little bit. We jumped out to a bit of a lead, and then the bench sort of stuttered a little bit. Devontae Graham came in, he got caught at one point, uh, and no one came to help him and got called for a travel. Um, one thing I did like was that we got to, into the bonus early. It was three minutes to go. We got into the into the bonus, started shooting free throws, and that was something that we were really good at for the game. Uh, Najee, I was impressed with. He came in, played with some pace. Uh, he missed a, a layup, but what it meant is by driving into the paint, uh, he actually took two defenders with him, and, and Billy got back with the... Um, uh, sorry, Larry Nance came in and dunked it, which was fantastic. I mean, it was bad offense. It was stagnant offense at end of the last quarter, but again, um, the start was just fantastic, and, and you couldn't ask for a better way to start the game. Second quarter started, and it was obvious that the bench needed some some help, so CJ came in and started with that second unit, and the offense starts going. He starts getting a few little uh, floaters, a little bit of his dancing. He, he causes a couple of turnovers, gets out in transition, uh, a few little three-point plays. There was one where he got fouled and was falling away, flicked it up and went in. That was beautiful. And again, got them in foul trouble. Seven minutes to go, we're in the bonus. And that was because guys were attacking the paint, and the refs had to, had to blow the whistle. Unfortunately, they then decided that they were sick of watching free throws and put the whistles away a little bit. Um, really got Brandon Ingram going in this quarter when he came in about halfway through and started moving the ball, a heap of assists, uh, which which was great. He he fed Jackson for a three, Devontae Graham for a three in transition, another Jacks dunk that Brandon, uh, while his scoring wasn't uh, perhaps falling as well as he would have liked, he, um, he was facilitating like we've seen him do in, in, re, in this year, and it's been fantastic to see. Um, got out to 12 in this quarter. They then closed again um, with by getting into the paint. We started chasing them off the three-point line where they were just woeful uh, and letting them get layups. And for some unknown reason, we did it a few times, and, and we end up leaving that or going into the halftime up by three. And... It was disappointing because when you've got the control of the game, you don't then want to let them have a sniff and come back. And all credit to them for responding. Third quarter, we're the best three quarter or third quarter team in the league, apparently. And um, it was obvious that we're trying to get Brandon Ingram going early. There was uh, the ATO after the timeout call, got Brandon going early. Um, hit a transition three. Herb was everywhere deflecting and stealing and blocking. Um, he deflected one and then got back for a transition three, and that put us up by nine. Uh, and then another three from Jax straight after, and Jax was fantastic in this one, uh, career high on, on this game. Um, and 
Uh, he had 19 points by the eight-minute mark of the third. So, you know, and then 21 a, a couple of moments later when he got back with a, uh, with a layup, which was fantastic. Josh Jackson, who hadn't played in the first half, got going for them. And the former number four pick um, bounced around a little bit throughout the journey. He, um, he was really up and about. What I like to see was Devontae Graham answered. He had a quiet first half after his Kansas Blue Jays. Um, I think that's what they're called. Jayhawks, pardon me. Uh, you can say I don't follow college basketball. Uh, he hit a big bank shot three and then drove and, and up and under and won. And I was I was flabbergasted. And what I was saying, uh, I was thinking while we were watching it, is that he plays his best basketball when he gets in early and sees the ball go in. He's, his first four attempts were from three. And when he gets inside the paint and goes inside out, he is a much better player and gets his confidence in early. Uh, what I did see... Uh, and liked was um, that Trigger Trey came out. Uh, he hit a couple of big threes, defended well, rebounded really well as he's, he's become accustomed to, and he was moving without the ball and, and staying shot ready. So he was great. Uh, we're up by 11 at the end of the third. It was a really good finish for the third quarter, up 95 to 84 at that point. And then the bench came in to finish, or to start the fourth quarter. Uh, Trey hit a big three, great ball movement to, to start us. Um, there was a few even upper uh, ref calls, as we like to see. They'll make a mistake and then even it up at the other end. Um, and then Devontae Graham starts getting going. He was hitting, getting into the paint and, and hitting a floater. It should have been an and one. Then a huge three from just about the logo. Uh, he, he passed Larry Nance for a dunk, and it was great to see Devontae Graham playing with confidence. I was stoked with it. Um, really good. We finished with the starters in just to, to, um, to close it. And Jack's finished with that career-high 23 points. Um, one thing that, that stuck with me, and I've written down in my notes here, Antonio Daniel said in the broadcast that Willie Green has brought life, grace, and confidence into this locker room. And what an absolute, I suppose, testament to what Willie Green has done, that you've got people just lauding your approach to this uh, locker room, how you inspire your team, and... When you close games like that, gosh, it's easy to be a fan. I'll tell you what. So, great uh, game, as we said. We'll go over to the box score, and then we will head to our three key takeaways, what we like to see, and um, then we'll we'll pack up as per. So, over at the box score. Dun, 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 dun. Brandon Ingram, 17 points, 7 rebounds, 8 assists, 5 of 15 shooting, and as we said, uh, struggled a little bit with his shot, but with eight assists and seven rebounds, flirts with a triple-double once again. Herb Jones had eight points, four steals, and he was two of six shooting. Hit a couple of big, well, one big three-pointer and another uh, cheeky layup, I think it was. He um, he was really good, and defensively, we know that the box score does him a disservice every game. CJ McCollum with 23 points, four rebounds, five assists, four steals. He was unbelievable, 10 of 19, one of five in the three-pointers, but hit a big transition three, which uh, continued to build on a lead late in the game. Jackson Hayes, as I said, active in 29 minutes, had 23 points, 12 rebounds, one assist, one steal, 10 of 14 shooting, two of three from three, and no turnovers, plus 16 on the night. He was unbelievable, and one of his best games. I'll say that for free. He was he was absolutely unreal. Billy Hernan Gomez in 25 minutes had 12 and 12. Walking double-double, he is. Three assists as well, 5 of 12 shooting, and was really, really good. 
Larry Nance, 10 points in 22 minutes with uh, four rebounds, three assists, a steal and a block. Full line for him. Trey Murphy, 14 points in 18 minutes. Uh, he was fantastic. Four of four from three. Hit all of his shots and two free throws as well for your troubles. Don't mind if I do. Devontae Graham bounced back after a few quiet ones with 14 points. He was five of eight, three of six from three. And Jose in 15 minutes had two points, one rebound, two assists, two steals. Uh, he was great. And Najee had a couple of rebounds, which was nice. Really impressive win, guys. I tell you, we I, I said in the last one, we win and we play together. That's That's the best basketball that we have. When the Pelicans committee comes to play and everyone shows up, then we win. That's without Jonas Valanciunas. There's a 20 points and 12 rebounds not sitting there. And we managed to dismantle a team. Because everyone digs in. Everyone's bought in. And that's what you love to see. So, fantastic. We're going to go to a break. After that, we'll come back, do the three key takeaways. So, be back after this. So, thank you very much to our sponsors, mybookie.ag. Use the code ETHOS on the third page of the sign-up. And if you want to do your gambling, go and do it at mybookie.ag. That will give you a 100% deposit match bonus. Go and check it out. Mybookie.ag, all of your betting needs over there. In addition, go and check out manscaped.com. Use the code ETHOS20, E-T-H-O-S-2-0, using the numerals. That'll give you 20% off and free shipping uh, go and check out all the stuff over there. The Lawnmower 4.0, of course, has been uh, around for a little while, and it is an absolute doozy. So check that out. Ethos 20 is your code. Get yourself a discount. Treat yourself. And protect your identity online. ExpressVPN.com forward slash hoopball is where you need to head. Go and sign up to a 12-month plan. Get yourself an extra three months for your troubles uh, by using that website, expressvpn.com forward slash hoopball, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, and that will give you that extra three months. Tell them hoopball sent you, or sports ethos rather. Um, do it now. Protect yourself. And finally, our daily fantasy partner is thrivefantasy.com. Head over there, use the code ethos, get yourself a 100% deposit match bonus, two or four free game tickets. Can't get that anywhere else. Ethos is the code, E-T-H-O-S. If you like a bit of daily fantasy or want some tips and uh, tricks, go and check out our DFS podcast, Daily Fantasy Sports Podcast, over on the Sports Ethos page or on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and all that sort of jazz where you can find your podcast. They are over there. So check them out uh, and see all the special things that we've got happening over at sportsethos.com at the moment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Lyle here, as per, and as I was before the break and during the break. Um, three key takeaways. Number one, we played together. The Pels played together, they came out, and what did we have? We had a bit of success. Don't mind saying that, not one bit. When the guys play together, they win. 
Have a look at the uh, the team stats. 26 assists on 45 made field goals. What's that? That's nearly 50%, isn't it? Over 50% of your, your passes end in a made bucket. Now, when we put each other in a position to succeed, we play better. I call it the Pelicans Committee. I know everyone's... It wasn't my phrase, but I've run with it. Um, that's when we play better. We play together, and that's when we win. And we dismantle teams because we put everyone in a situation to be successful. Brandon Ingram's been fantastic at it. You know, you had five assists. CJ McCollum had five. And when your stars are willing to trust their other players, we are just a better team. Key takeaway number two. Supporting cast came to play. Trey Murphy, Devontae Graham, Larry Nance, Jose Alvarado, Najee Marshall. These guys got put in the game, were trusted to contribute, and they did. Billy Hernan Gomez, a spot start after a few DNP CDs. Comes in double-doubles. Staying ready. Backing in your teammates, trusting each other. And all of a sudden, you know, we're, we're in the driver's seat. We don't have those lulls. We may have in the first half. The second half, the guys recovered, contributed, and uh, and we win the game. We don't win this game without great contribution from the bench. And finally, third key takeaway is we made the play-in. Who would have thought in the midst of November and early December when we're getting all this bad news and Zion's foot's cooked and, you know, guys are getting injured. Brandon Ingram hurt his hip and, oh gosh, we had big minutes from Garrett Temple and Sadoransky and it was doom and gloom. You know, guys were playing out of their skin. Josh Hart was playing his best best basketball of his career and we just weren't getting enough out of these guys that we thought we we probably needed to and now we're here staring down the barrel of of postseason basketball all credit to these guys and you know i'm really happy as i said in the intro really uh really impressed with the guys and, and happy as how this game and this year has has transpired i'm more invested in the team than ever i think everyone is uh, all credit to the people organizing stuff around new orleans and across the world uh to uh, to bring fans together and, and do things that are keeping the fans engaged. So, um, yeah, that, that key takeaway is just really stoked with our progress. So, coming up, next game, we're back home, back in the Smoothie King Centre, taking on the Portland Trailblazers. It will be Josh Hart's first return to New Orleans uh, for the plane. And uh, it's another must-win game. We want to keep... Uh, pole position. We want to be in charge of our own destiny and finish in the ninth spot, take on San Antonio after having a night in our own beds, not having to travel, make them uncomfortable. And this is a must-win game. We've got a couple of hard ones coming out. I think we've got three games left. We then take on the Grizzlies at the Grizzlies, and then we take on the Golden State Warriors to finish the season off. So... Portland is the easiest game, easiest, I say in quotation marks, and it is a must win. So we take them on, and then we finish the season strong, and then we prepare for playing. Get everyone right, have a bit of a rest, and um, and we go from there. So, really excited to see that game, watch it all unfold. There'll be a bit of emotion with Josh coming back. No doubt there'll be a little video for him, I'm sure, and um, we look forward to seeing that. But I think that is it. I'm going to leave it at that. Guys, as always, this is the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank. 
at Ethos Pelicans, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter. Look after yourselves. Go Pels. And bye for now.